the Practical Family Podcast with Jennifer Bryant, encouraging your family to build strong foundations and healthy homes. Hello, Practical Family listeners. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. It is about a week into the start of the school year, and I feel like my chores are not even beginning to catch up with me yet. Do you ever feel like that? Like you just can't get a handle on all the laundry and all the dishes. And I'm like, I didn't even have as much stuff as I used to have. And it's still piling up. What in the world? Well, if you ask me, it's time to recruit some children to do some more chores. What do you think, Asher? Um, let me think about that for a moment. No, thanks. That's my son. Isn't he the sweetest? You are like more precious than the day you was born. Yay. <laughs> Too bad Chloe's not here. Hey, I'm right here. <laughs> oh, you want to do chores too? Play. Mm, nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, now that we've established that we don't like chores, we're going to get into an episode where we talk with my good friend Trisha Childers all about how to care for our home on purpose. And a lot of that has to do with having less stuff, like actually being intentional about bringing less stuff into the house. Guys, can you chew your apples like over there? That'd be great. Okay, I'll chew even closer to you. <laughs> Anyways, here we go. Episode 69 with my good friend, Trisha Childers. Welcome back to the podcast, Trisha Childers. Hi. How are you, Jen? Good, good. I'm so glad to see your face again. Trisha and I used to live on the island of Oahu together, and she left me. Why? I'm sorry, because I'm a military wife, and that's just <laughs> the name of the game. Sorry. Trust me, I miss Hawaii just as much. Mm. Um, I'm in Colorado Springs now. It is absolutely beautiful out here, and even though we moved in the middle of winter, and that was a little bit of culture shock for my four-year-old and my six-year-old who didn't really know much of anything else. We're used to it now. Good, good. Well, I'm glad to see you settled in your beautiful Colorado home and that I get to see you this way, but we also get to work together still. It is not, the distance does not make it difficult to work together. Hasn't it been great? Have you loved it? Yeah, it's one of the reasons I like all this technology out there, doing the videos and everything. The podcast is awesome. It's so great. So the last time Trisha and I came together for Practical Family, it was about a year and a half ago, and she was in my living room, and we were recording this together. So we have two episodes um, about Home on Purpose back in the archives, but because this is the newly updated one, Trisha and I are coming together because we have actually revamped the Home on Purpose series that we're going to talk about in this episode. So I'm happy to welcome her back so that we can do Home on Purpose 2.0 and get you all excited about what's to come because you will not want to miss this new and improved series. But before we get into that, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, even if you were participating in last year's versions, the new versions are completely different. They are so much better. Last year was kind of like a little test round with little tidbits and this is like the full fleshed out everything so even if you took my teeny tiny little toys series last year that does not mean that um you shouldn't sign up for toys again because you're going to get so much more out of it amen amen and we'll get more into that as we explain kind of our heart behind being home on purpose so so let's get into this trish 
Now, for those of um, you who have not been following Practical Family, or maybe you're new to our community, um, Tricia, why don't you introduce yourself to them and let them know a little bit about your background. Okay, well, um, as she said, my name is Tricia Childers. I'm a military wife. I've got a four-year-old and a six-year-old, and um, ah, I got to kind of start at the beginning. Can I do that? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so... Because a lot of people hear, like, oh, Trisha does home organization or Trisha does decluttering. They always want to use the word decluttering, like that's all what I do. And a lot of time they kind of jump to conclusions about my personality, which aren't really accurate. Because the truth is, like my natural personality, kind of the way I was born, I am a very forgetful person. I have been described as a flake before. <laughs> um, no. No. It's not like something that used to be about me a long time ago. Seriously, we were on vacation. Remember when I told you that I was going to the beach with my family? So my husband, Thomas, told me, I've got this thing on Saturday from 10 to 12. And he told me two times because he knows that I'm forgetful. And this is when we were going to get back. And we get back, we unpack. And I think, oh, I should do a day date with my husband on Saturday. So I call three different babysitters. And I call him up all excited. We've got a babysitter for Saturday from 10 till 2. And he looks at me like, didn't I just tell you two times that we've got this thing on Saturday? Well, I didn't have my calendars with me, you know. And so kind of without my organization routines and my own home and my own way of doing things, I kind of fall apart. And that is still true about me now. And then the other thing about me, which is a lot more obvious when I make a mistake, I really beat myself up about it. And so even though it was like, that's not that big of a deal, you have to cancel the babysitter. I felt so bad calling the babysitter and canceling and I mean to redo the whole thing. And um, so this whole organization and decluttering thing came about because it was, it was more like a defense mechanism than anything else. Like growing up, I wanted to make sure that I was on top of things so that I wouldn't fall apart and let people down and things like that. You know, I remember being 16 years old and I promised to give my friend a ride and I totally forgot and it just messed up her whole day. And I still feel bad about that mm -hmm. um, however many years later. Um, and so that's kind of where my desire to get rid of the clutter and get rid of the excess comes from because the less stuff you have, the easier it is to keep it organized. And it's why to this day I have three calendars and I don't do automated stuff. I have to write things down with my pen and pencil because I found that that's the best way that I remember things because when I'm on top of stuff, I'm just a more pleasant person. Mm -hmm. I'm a happier person. I'm more enjoyable to be around. And I actually didn't even realize I was doing this my whole life. Um, it started when I was a kid. You can ask my mom. There was one day where I went from this crazy, messy kid to this uber organized kid. And she never understood why. And I think it's just because something clicked in me that that makes it um, safer for me. And so for the past 38 years of my life, um, I've been kind of slowly developing these strategies without even realizing it. Mm, that's interesting, Trish. I, I love your story and I love it each time that, that you tell it. And even this time, it's like, it's created safety for me. It's not that I'm an, a control freak. It's not that I'm obsessive compulsive about things. And I know you, I, I've been around you in person. You, you are not how we would describe someone who's like, super nervous and neurotic and I have to have things in their place you know you know how you feel when you walk into someone's home who just like needs everything such and and you're not that way you're a very calm you're a very 
collected, I mean, at least from the outside, but, be, but we know that it's because you need that for yourself. I love how this is, story is more of a testimonial to more peaceful and calm living. And that is just the heart of Home on Purpose, isn't it? Yeah, that's actually a huge point. I'm so glad that you brought that up because you know, I've actually, when, when people hear that I do what I do, sometimes they ask me for advice that almost skews towards like interior design. How can I make my home look more beautiful? And I have to stop them and say, I'm actually not good at that. Um, <laughs> my home doesn't look I love this new phrase. I heard it from Rachel Cruz. I'm not going to pretend that I coined it, but she used the phrase Pinterest perfect. Mm -hmm. Like that is not what Home on Purpose is about. It's about making my home easier to live in and easier to maintain so that I'm not running in circles, so that I'm not constantly running to catch up and, and, you know, feeling like my house is out of control. Um, it's more just like that everything functions well and it's easier so I can enjoy my life. And like right now downstairs, my son is in the basement and the basement is a mess, but that's okay because this is messy time. And I know that before we go to bed, it's going to be not perfect, but decent. And I've been telling my kids that they, they ask when it's time to clean up, like they know the difference. Do I have to clean up all the way or do I just have to get it to be decent I'm like yeah you just have to get it to the point where when you wake up it doesn't stress you out and so that's one of the reasons like for example and you'll see this in the kitchen series as well that the very first thing we talk about in the kitchen series is the countertops because that's not to make your house your kitchen look beautifully perfect it's so that when you wake up in the morning and you walk in and you haven't had your coffee yet you feel okay you feel like I'm not drowning. And we all know that feeling when you walk into the kitchen and you see it's covered in mail and backpacks and toys and dirty dishes and you feel defeated before your day's even started. Like that's, that's what I'm trying to avoid is that feeling of stress and anxiety because it really does affect all the relationships in your house as well. I'm not a good mom when I'm overwhelmed and my kids pick up on that and I don't want to be that nervous, stressed out, you know, that's actually more when I become the control freak because everyone has to do it my way because I feel overwhelmed. So I'm just a better person when my house is in control. Yeah. Yes. No. And that's so true. It's so true. And I think we can miss the fact that our attitudes are affected by our stuff. And then we either get super stressed and, and then end up being controlling and mean mom and snap and stuff. But because all of this stuff visually has kind of come into our brain and, and kind of messed with it because it's risen the anxiety levels. Either we do that or we completely avoid, you know, so we all have different skews on that personality of either being the avoider or our anxiety will come out in a slightly different way and on to the people. And so this is the problem that moms are fighting. So practical family listener, if you're listening to this or watching this, just know that we understand what you may be going through when it comes to your home because a lot of you have either written in to me or a lot of you have approached Trisha who've done the Home on Purpose series before and, and you said, yes, th that's my issue. One of these anxiety issues it, it are, are the things that kind of keeps you from feeling successful in your own home. Why is it that our home and our clutter can overcome our peace? That's not fair. That's not fair. And we're going to fight against that today in this new series called Home on Purpose. Tell our audience a little bit, Tricia, about how Home on Purpose has evolved and what they can expect from it this time around. 
Totally. So, um, as I said before, I didn't even notice that I was doing all of this stuff as it was just a natural defense mechanism that came out. And I actually first started realizing that it was a little bit different than what other moms were doing when I became a mom and I joined a MOPS group because I was pregnant. I was in my second uh, trimester with my very first baby. So brand new mom and military wife had to move. And so I was kind of in like self-preservation mode. And I joined a MOPS group before I even had the baby. And so when the baby was born, I started getting these emails and called it, oh, do you need help with this? Or, oh, do you need any meals? And I started saying, well, no, my freezer's full of meals. Or no, my house isn't that crazy. And I didn't understand why everyone was offering to help because I kind of had things down okay. And that led to a bunch of questions like, well, how did you do that? Well, how are you managing, you know, this, these middle of the night feedings and you still have the dishes done and this and that. Like, well, I do things this way and I prep this way and I prep four meals in one and I, I give myself one night a week where I take a freezer meal and I did those a month ago and I started sharing these tips and strategies. And then when I had the second baby only 19 months later and I still was kind of on top of things, people really started to ask, hey, I need, I want to figure out how to do this for myself. And so there was a lot of conversations within that MOPS group about just little things like, you know, for that middle of the night diaper change, you know, if you take the diaper out first and you open it up first and you even kind of fluff up the next few wipes and you have the bottle with the pre-measured water ready to go, it makes that middle of the night feeding better. And I, all the moms would go, why didn't I think of that? And so just 20 years of practicing at that point of practicing, thinking ahead, what's going to make this easier? What's going to make this easier? And then, um, I was sharing this with, um, this was in the next move after that, when my babies were a little older, I was sharing these kinds of things with this woman at our church out in Hawaii. I didn't know at the time, actually, that she was the women's ministry leader. I didn't really know who I was talking to her. I thought I was just chatting. I was sharing with her how I was helping a neighbor of mine declutter her toys. And she said, oh, wait, decluttering and home organization, that's huge. You know, would you like to do a... Um, what did she call it? A workshop at the women's retreat. I had never taught on this before. At this point, it was just, I'm just helping women. I'm just going into the houses. A friend asked for help with this, so I go and help her. And yeah, I wasn't charging for anything or anything like that. It wasn't a professional anything. But I was like, sure, why not? Didn't really know what I was going to talk about, but I put together a presentation and I was kind of overwhelmed. I thought maybe 15, 20 people would show up at this thing, but out of the hundred or so women at the retreat, she said we had 85 people <laughs> sitting there waiting for advice. Um, and that whole retreat, people kept coming up to me. And of course, one of those people was Jen Bryant, who I think I met you a couple of times. Yes, <laughs> I met you a couple of times before that, um, but I didn't really know you super well. And you told me about Practical Family, and that's how this whole thing kind of evolved. And the next thing I knew, I was making video series. Because I don't know if everyone knows this about me. I was actually, my profession, I was a high school math teacher. So this idea of putting together a curriculum and teaching the curriculum and, and having tasks to do, kind of like making little homework lists and stuff, just that's naturally what comes out of me because of my profession. And so it felt like the easiest way to do it, um, I had tried going into women's homes and helping them physically do the decluttering, but what I noticed is that three months later, they'd be right back to where they started. And so I, I realized that it really has more to do with the habits that you develop long-term and curbing your shopping, why you bring in 
to your home what you choose and why you get rid of what you choose. And yes, we can clear off your counters, but you wake up every morning and you go through your life. And if you don't continue with these habits, the counters are just going to go back to where they were. And so I found that the more effective way to present this is a slow, this is what you'll get with Home on Purpose if you sign up for a series, but it's going to be, it's, it's going to be slow. It's going to be a step-by-step -step process where yes, we will ditch some of the clutter and we will downsize and we'll get you organized, but we do it step-by-step -step and throughout the steps, we're constantly retraining the habits so that all of that progress actually sticks around long enough to enjoy it. And we talk about shopping habits, we talk about getting routines in your home to keep things that way. If you do the toy series, of course, we have to talk about training your kids. Um, if you do the kitchen series, we talk about meal planning and shopping lists and everything so that your kitchen doesn't explode again a week after the series is over. Um, and so that's kind of what you're going to get when you do when you sign up for a home on purpose series. I've slowed the whole thing down. It's kind of like Oh gosh, this is a horrible um, analogy. I hate to make this analogy, but it makes sense. When I make the analogy, people get it as horrible as it sounds. <laughs> Going into someone's house and decluttering is kind of like liposuction. <laughs> um, <laughs> I get this, where you're going with this. Yeah. I know, because it's this <laughs> instantaneous ditching of the bulk that makes your home feel heavy and awkward and clunky, which is great, but you know, home on purpose is more like, can I say this? It's more like Noom, <laughs> where they actually train your habits and say, okay, every single day, you're going to wake up in the morning and you're going to make decisions all throughout the day about what you put, where you put it, why you put it there. You're going to go to a store. You're going to go to Target to pick up a prescription and you're going to pass by a whole bunch of other tempting stuff. And how do you make those decisions? And it's not saying we can never shop, but it's saying, Let's be intentional about what we buy and why we buy it and make sure that we're thinking through, well, where would I put this when I get home? How much of this do I already have at home? Has this caused problems in the past? Is this a retail therapy thing that I need to fight? Or is this a practical, wise purchase that would actually make my home better? And so all of that stuff comes into play, which is why I found that last year's, that was one of the things that I learned about last year's little test round of Home on Purpose is that it was too much, too concentrated into one lesson and to slow it down and do little bits at a time and give you a chance to apply what you're learning before you move on to the next step was hugely beneficial. So. Sure, sure. And let me clarify what you were saying about the liposuction versus the, you mentioned Noom. So she's, she's talking about Noom.com. It's actually a really great program. I have used Noom before and it's super effective, but it does keep you accountable. It's, you know, putting in your, the types of food you eat every day and keeping you accountable to the exercise, but it also educates you at the same time with little mini articles on there. So, I mean, we are not being compensated at all by Noom for saying this, but it's, it, I have used it. No, no, no. It proves that we're endorsing it out of the fact that we tried it and it's great. So helping people clean out their house, that instant gratification, but not helping them train the habits. That's the difference. And so what Home on Purpose is doing is it's, it's educating you in an easy to absorb way. And these videos, when you purchase one series, you get access to all the videos in that series that you can come back to anytime. And that's yeah. the beautiful thing about it. So if you only want to purchase toys, 
you, you will get everything you need to know about toys, including the downloads that come with it, and you get to work through that on your own. It's a beautiful thing because this time around, this investment for you will give you the chance to actually be successful in your efforts to keep, you know, things to a minimum in your home. And we're not talking necessarily about minimalism, are we, Trish? Can you clarify that? Because like the minimal, I mean, minimalism is wonderful, but a lot of us have, it's like a big gap between like, you may have to get rid of all of my stuff. Is that what you're saying? So how are we different than minimalism? And how are we different than uh, Marie Kondo? Please comment on that. Okay, so I'm so glad you brought that up because I have a friend, she's got four kids, she's in the process of adopting a fifth kid, and she homeschools them all. And she runs her side business out of her home, so she's got a lot of products, and she's got a lot of paperwork and stuff like that. And, um, you know, they don't have this giant mansion where you have, wouldn't it be so nice if every homeschooler had their own separate room just for their classroom? Like, that's not going to work. Every space in her house is multifunctional, and there's nothing wrong with that. It works. And so actually, the best example I could give you is imagine in your mind a, like a preschool classroom right? Or a kindergarten classroom, better yet, kindergarten classroom. That teacher has supplies for the entire years. She's got all of the paperwork on every single kid. The walls are plastered with all sorts of different displays and learning aids and things like that. And then anytime the kids make an art project, it's hanging from the ceiling, it's plastered on the walls. It looks when you step in there like a cluttered mess. However, it's not cluttered. It's all there for a reason, on purpose, and she can get 25 five-year-olds to know what to do first, where to sit, where to look. They know the routine for the day. They know where to, they can go and where they can't go, what they can touch, what they can't touch, because there's a very intentional and purposeful and deliberate system to the classroom. So some people prefer to have a minimalist home. Nothing wrong with that. The less stuff you have, the easier it is to manage, right? I probably lean towards that bent myself, but that's just a preference thing. Other people love having like walls covered in decorations and all sorts of different colors and things like that, especially if you're an extrovert, you love that kind of stimulation, it's great. So this is not about getting rid of all stuff. This is about getting rid of some stuff that is not there for a reason. It's about getting rid of stuff that used to have a reason, but doesn't anymore, and now it's just kind of getting in the way. That is the definition of clutter, stuff that isn't there for a reason. Excess is different. You have, like, I don't care what sort of lifestyle you have, you don't need 100 pairs of shoes. That would be excessive, right? And so we downsize to a reasonable amount. What's a reasonable amount of shoes? That's up to you. But the idea is, you know, you stop to think about what is my lifestyle? What are my preferences? What do I like to wear? And how often do I like to have things different? And you know, all that kind of stuff. But you, you make that decision intentionally. And that's why I'm calling this home on purpose. It's not called the minimalist home. It's called home on purpose because I want to help women to, to train themselves to be making those decisions on purpose. So when you go to the store and you see a pair of shoes that's on sale, you ask yourself, well, wait a second. I like boots. How many pairs of boots do I have at home? What does my shoe rack look like at home? Do I have space to store another pair of boots? Do I have another pair of boots that's already the same color and the same kind of style? Or is this filling a gap 
Am I completing an outfit? Would this be like the perfect purchase to round out my wardrobe a little bit? And I don't know what the answer to those questions are. That's up to you. But the idea is we're not just going to buy because they're on sale. We're not just going to buy because we like them. We're going to buy them on purpose for a reason because we've thought it through. And as much as we're tempted by it, if we know that it's not a wise purchase, we have the strength and the discipline to walk away and say, I'm not saving $40, I'm wasting $80 because those boots don't help my wardrobe, they hurt it. They are going to be clutter that next year I'll regret. And so that's the difference between home on purpose and decluttering. And um, actually don't dislike Marie Kondo. I think she's got some great information out there. I just feel like it's only one piece of a bigger puzzle. Anybody can go through and declutter their whole bathroom. That's wonderful and organize it, throw away the old hair things and everything. But how are we going to ensure that a month later it still is that way? You know, and so that's what I focus more on with mm-hmm. home on purpose. And that's why I kind of compare it to the to the new um, I hate using the word diet, but you know, the, the program, the dieting program, because you can't do anything about what you ate yesterday. The question is when you wake up tomorrow, what are you gonna have for breakfast, for snack, for lunch, for snack, for dinner? You make a thousand decisions every single day, a lot of times without even thinking about it, just out of habit. And so we wanna train our habits to be good ones so that our house can function well. And that's gonna look differently for each person, which is why along with the series, I also offer um, one-on-one video chat consultations because I can't cover everything (laughs) in every single series. And I actually just had a friend who was saying, she's going to sign up for the toys series when it comes out. um, And she's really excited about that. But the poor woman's house was covered in toys and she was about to have, get this, two families stay at her house for a whole week and one family had three kids and one family had two kids and they didn't even have places to sleep and she she had to call me and ask for some specific advice what do i do now i've got two weeks you know to to get ready for this reunion thing what do i do now to get ready for that and so i was able to give her some one-on-one consultation there because everyone has different situations and different preferences and some people homeschool and some people don't and some people have jobs and some people don't and so not every specific piece of advice I give in every lesson series is gonna apply directly to you. And if you feel like I'm not covering your exact situation, that's why I offer the the video chat consultations. So that helps with that part of it, kind of fills in the gap a little bit. Yeah, and I love that you offer that as a service, Trisha. I mean, you you obviously love to do this. This is a passion, this is and and that your heart behind it is to really help women. I mean, that's, that's our whole heart behind practical family. And that's why you're also on board with us here. So, so as a contributing writer, speaker to our efforts here to have a simpler, happier family life, to live practically and not out of obligation and not under stress or anxiety. That's our goal here. Practical family listeners treat this as just a personal coaching opportunity. You know, Trisha has made these excellent, excellent videos that if you purchase one series, we'll have other options available for other series as well. But for now, we've got toys, we've got kitchen and wardrobe. And she has got some other series ideas in the works that are super exciting. But first, we're going to launch this initial series, the beginning of September. We're on track right now for it to come out September 2019, but they will still be available after that as well. And if you sign up, what are some of the benefits that they'll get, some of the perks that they'll get when they um, purchase one series? 
So when you purchase one series, what you will get, what you receive is an introductory video, which actually the introductory video is always free. So if you're interested in learning more about a series and you kind of want to know what you get yourself into, you watch that introductory video. And then after that, you have five, six or seven lessons. Every series is a little bit different depending on how it's broken down. And in each lesson, we focus on one specific area and I have made the order very intentionally. So it's gonna feel like you're walking up a staircase. So you, you go through the first lesson, you absorb the information, you kind of start to mull over, okay, how would that look like in my house? What are some of the emotional blocks? What are some of the, um, like in the toy series, you know, we have to kind of talk about well, how are we parenting our kids and things and what do we do when my kid asks me for a toy in the store and I'm trying to declutter toys at home? How do I handle that? Or what do I do when, you know, my in-laws keep sending way too many gifts and I'm trying to declutter? What do I do? So we talk through all of that. And then at the end of the lesson, I have a set of tasks to complete that help you take control of that area of your home. So I call them take control tasks and you work through them at your own pace, one at a time. You get um, some note pages to print out so you can kind of check them off as you go. You can make little notes as you listen to the series and so um, as you listen to the lesson. So kind of by the end of the lesson before you get to the take control tasks, you have a little bit of a game plan kind of formulated. And then when you're done, you take a little break then you go to the next lesson and you work through it at your own pace. Um, and then within each lesson series, there is what we call a spending freeze. We stop buying anything for that area of our home temporarily because it's kind of like if you're trying to fill in a hole, why would you dig it out the other end? You know what I mean? Like if you're trying to declutter, bringing in new stuff doesn't really help. So we just say pause, don't buy anything for however long it takes you to finish that series or I suggest at least 30 days. And that way, when you're done, you have decluttered, downsized, and reorganized. And I get tired of saying those words, so I call it DDR. So you will have DDR'd all of everything that you own in that area of your home. And you've trained your habits, and you've got some routines and systems going that you've been working on little by little as you go. And then when you get to the end of the series, um, you can take a break or you can say, all right, toys are done, ready to go on to kitchen. Um, and so if you're kind of excited about this and you know that you're going to be doing all three of the series at some point anyway, you can go ahead and buy them as a package and you get a little bit of a discount when you do it that way. Um, but yeah, that's basically what you're going to get. And then when you sign up for a series, you also get access to the Home on Purpose Facebook group, which gives you a chance to kind of jump on and say, hey, you know, I know she gives this example for meal planning, but this is my situation over here. Does anyone have any suggestions? Or if you want to just kind of show some before and after shots to encourage other moms, that's huge. You know, a lot of times we always ask for help and we forget to share our successes. And it's not bragging, it's encouraging. It's like, look at my wardrobe before and look at my wardrobe after. You can do it too. So I love seeing before and after pictures. It's one of my favorite things to see. And then, of course, if you want some one-on-one -on -one help from me, that's how you could go ahead and buy a video chat consultation with me so we can kind of do like a, it's almost like a little tutoring session off on the side. That is invaluable right there. Just having a specific community group to go to that is right directly off of this one purposeful, intentional program that we're doing. Because you can get so many great resources from just going on Practical Family. You can read a lot of Trisha's articles that she's got on there already. We've got some amazing Home on Purpose related articles on Practical Family. But to be specifically involved in a very niched group that is specific to 
helping you solve the problem you're trying to solve right now, which is home, your home, just creating a more peaceful home. And so sign up for the Home on Purpose series. We'll have the link in the show notes so you can get on our email list so you will be notified when it comes out. We also have the opportunity for you to be on the launch team. If you yes. want access to one of the series and you're willing to help us to launch this and let people know about it, it's we have, we'll have some very specific guidelines in there. So if you want um, to be on our launch team and be in the know first, you'll have exclusive access to that. And you'll also help us to get the word out at the same time. And it'll just, it'll be great when we'll have our own little community go in there. So anything uh, you want to leave our listeners with today, Trisha? I guess I just wanted to leave with this encouragement and there'll be a blog coming out about this soon. I hear some people, some women say, well, that's great that you can do it, but I'm just not an organized person. And I just wanted to let you guys know, I'm a scatterbrain. I'm a forgetful person. Naturally, I'm a messy person. I hate cleaning. It's one of the, I Hate I don't like cleaning. If I could know, if I could take one thing off my list, it would be cleaning and picking up and putting away. But these are things, everything that you're going to see in any of these series, every task, every bit of it is something that anybody can do. You do not have to be as, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a super skilled. It doesn't have to be naturally within your personality. You don't have to be a neat freak or something. In fact, it's the opposite. Like this is helping people to get their homes easier to function and anybody can do it. Don't sit there thinking, well, I'm not disciplined. Well, I've tried it before and it hasn't worked. Well, I decluttered before and I only got halfway through and my house was a mess. This is designed to be bite-sized chunks that anybody can do and be um, successful at. So it's not going to be overwhelming and it's not requiring any sort of like special skill. Amen. Well, thank you so much, Trisha, for sharing again and for coming back. And again, catch us on practicalfamily.org and the Home on Purpose series is right there. You can sign up today to receive those emails and um, we'll be in touch with you because it's all going to happen very, very soon and we're excited. But the main thing is, is that we want you to walk away with the assurance that you too can have peace in your home, no matter what you have going on, no matter how many kids you have. It's just making simple little choices every day and not feeling like you have to do it all at once. Thank you so much for listening. This has been Jennifer Bryant with Trisha Childers on the Practical Family Podcast, where we are encouraging you and families like yours to build strong foundations and healthy homes.